Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and this week, uh, gonna be getting into a very weird controversy that we're gonna, or I'm gonna be discussing about today. Uh, the episode I'm gonna be talking about in a little bit is Ginger Kids. Now, before I get into this, um, one of the things that is coming up in the near future for South Park is that they will be switching from Hulu to HBO Max. So, what I have decided is that, because I think you guys know by now that these shows are pre-taped or pre-recorded way in advance before uh, the day that you know these episodes come out. So, what the what my idea is, is once we get through the rest of Season 9, because there's really not that many episodes to go, as soon as these episodes are on HBO Max and they're no longer on Hulu, um, I will be reviewing them from Season 10 on onto HBO Max. Hopefully... And this is a very big hopefully. By the time we get to the end of season nine, which is only a few weeks away, um, there won't be a long hiatus in recording the episodes, putting them up for you guys, and that we could just go on right away. Now, in the rare and I do mean rare circumstance that these shows stay on Hulu while they're on HBO Max. I will continue to review them. I will continue to watch them on Hulu until they are no longer on Hulu. And then once they are on HBO Max, I'm going to be reviewing them from watching it on HBO Max. So I just wanted you guys to know ahead of time that that is the game plan. Okay, so anyway, this week's episode, like I said, is Ginger Kids. Um, I'll be honest, I went to school with friends who had red hairs. Red hairs. Red hair. See, my English is perfect. Um, I honestly never knew about Ginger Kids. I never knew the term. I don't, I don't think a lot of us did at the time. If we If we did, I certainly missed out on it, that's for sure. So... Uh, let's just jump into this week's episode. It is entitled, Ginger Kids. The episode originally aired on November the 9th, 2005, was written and directed by Trey Parker. Our episode begins at the school where Token is finishing a presentation on the solar system, and in particular, Pluto, how it is the furthest planet from the sun. Even though many years later, a whole controversy comes up where Pluto is no longer considered a planet. I still consider it a planet. So Cartman comes up and he does a presentation on Ginger Kids. And he basically berates Ginger Kids 
you know, because it's like, oh, they have no souls. They have red hairs. They have freckles. Their skin is very light. And he says that these kids have a disease called gingivitis. Okay, that that's actually a funny little joke there. So then, as he continues, Kyle interrupts and says, I have red hair. I'm not a ginger. And Carver's like, hold on, I'm going to get to you in a minute. And then he says that there are kinds of kids, like Kyle, who have red hair. They are called daywalkers. They have red hair, but they don't have pale skin, and they don't have freckles. And this just really irritates Kyle, and he wants to debate Cartman, but Mrs. Garrison, who is probably still pissed off about last week's results you know, that letting gay marriage happen in Colorado is like, well, okay, I'll let you do your presentation tomorrow. So, Kyle is upset about this, and he wants to do, he wants to do like a scientific study on this. So, he goes to uh, a house, and he interviews three ginger kids, three kids with red hair, freckles, light skin. So, they come in, and their parents both have brown hair and regular skin. And they explain that neither the father or the mother knew that their family possessed this gene. And really, the shot of them having it was one in four. So really, it seems like they would have had the chance. So... Kyle is trying to get this, you know, interview done, but he just can't do it. The father won't let him, and the, the the dad even talks about how at one point he has a friend who marries an Asian woman to make sure that the ginger gene doesn't get passed down, and it's it's a very weird scene. So... Kyle does his presentation, and he wraps it up, and Mrs. Garrison is like, Oh, that was good. It was a little dry for my taste, but it was all right. Um, and then we get a good joke from Mrs. Garrison where, after the bell rings, uh, the next presentation was going to be Clyde about lesbian cheerleaders. I would have wanted to know about that, but that's another story. So the Carmen gets up, and he talks about how Judas was a ginger. Jude, you know, Judas from the Bible, the, the one who betrayed Jesus. Uh, yeah, I really think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Then, as the boys are going to lunch, uh, we see a ginger kid getting bullied by... Clyde was one of them, Craig was one of them, Token was one of them, and Jimmy was one of them. What is going on? So they basically said, you're ginger. We're not letting you in. You're not eating in the cafeteria. So this is a whole, like, hate thing, and this gets Kyle very upset. So he has an idea that he's going to do to Cartman to hopefully prove a point. So, now, that night, Cartman is asleep. Stan, Kyle, and Kenny go into his room. 
Kenny's at the door to make sure that, you know, his mom doesn't come in. Uh, I would imagine that Carmen's mom is getting banged, but that's just me. Stan is getting ready, and Kyle has, like, a blackjack, and he knocks Cartman out, even though Cartman was already asleep, and he keeps hitting him a little bit more, <laughs> which is actually a good scene. And they start to do the process. So now we get to the next morning. Cartman's mom gets over, or comes over, you know, wakes him up, time to get ready for school. Cartman wakes up, he doesn't know what has happened. So he, you know, walks across the hallway, into the bathroom, he starts to brush his teeth, and then he sees what happens, and he lets out a big scream. And his mom comes in, and she lets a big scream out too, and they go to the doctor. So the doctor says, I'm sorry, your kid's got gingivitis. So now Cartman is a ginger. And the doctor has a talk with his mom. You know, it's like, well, you know, you're going to have to treat him a little bit differently. But, you know. And Cartman's like, you still love me, mom, right? Right? And she's like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So Cartman, because of this, goes to the, the bus stop with the boys, and he's got an umbrella because of his skin, how the rays will go onto his skin, hurt his skin. So they get on the bus, Cartman sits next to Butters, and Butters starts laughing his head off. It's almost ironic and, you know, pure. You know, it's like a pure laugh of, ha, 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 you know, you got what you got. You know, you got what was coming to you. So, Cartman gets in the cafeteria, joins Token, Jimmy, Craig, and Clyde, a.k.a. the Ginger Racists, and he is told that he cannot sit at the table with them. Even if he is Cartman, he cannot sit at the table, and he can't eat in the cafeteria. And Kyle and Stan are like, I think he's finally got it. I think this has hurt him, and this is going to change his mind. Oh, no, no, it's not, because Cartman decides to gather up all the ginger kids in the school, and I counted, it was about nine of them all together, and then plus you add Cartman, it's ten. So... Cartman gives this speech in the library about how, you know, ginger people and ginger kids have been discriminated for too long and, you know, they've been putting us down and it's our time to get back. And we have famous ginger people. And they're like, um, 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 Ron Howard. Yeah, Ron Howard. And, um... Um, Ron Howard, yeah, yeah, we've already mentioned him, so, you know, they decide to form a group, and, you know, they do a little march in the, in, in, outside of recess, and Carmen starts chanting Red Power, oh, dear Lord, Red Power. 
right, so a, a little quick detail on Ron Howard, since uh, mentioning him. Uh, obviously, Ron Howard started off as an actor. He was on the Andy Griffith show. He was Andy's kid, Opie. And then, uh, as a teenager, he starred in Happy Days with Henry, Henry Winkler as the Fonz. And he was also in the movie American Graffiti. Now, eventually, uh, Ron Howard would transition into becoming a director. His directorial debut was 1977's Grand Theft Auto. From there, he would direct other movies such as Splash, Cocoon, Willow, Parenthood, Backdraft, Apollo 13, Ransom, Ed TV, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to forget that one. I, I really do. But, perhaps his most successful movie that he directed was the 2001 hit A Beautiful Mind starring Russell Crowe, which not only won Best Picture that year, and it actually did deserve to win Best Picture, but Ron Howard also won Best Director that year. So Ron Howard wins a Best Director award for A Beautiful Mind. He would later go on to direct other movies such as Cinderella Man, The Da Vinci Code, Frost Nixon, Angels and Demons, and Solo, a Star Wars movie. Uh, he has a movie currently in post-production right now called Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, that stars Glenn Close, Amy Adams, Gabriel Basso, Halle Bennett, and Frida Pinto. And uh, not sure when that's going to be coming out, but it is in post-production right now. So, yeah, Ron Howard, a very successful individual in Hollywood, not only as an actor, but as a director. And he's done very well for himself. Okay, so back to the, back, back to the episode here. So... Now, Cartman has eventually gotten himself... Or actually, no. They go to the Denver premiere of Annie, the musical. Now, this is actually a good scene. I, I have to admit, this is a good scene. Where they are protesting because the girl who is playing Annie is not a natural redhead does not have the freckles or anything. So they protest, and the girl comes out after the show is done, and the group of Ginger Kids and Cartman start beating up Eddie. And it's sort of a funny scene. Um, and there's no one to help break this up, which is a little interesting. So now, after this... We go to the Hilton, where they have a sort of a convention of all the ginger kids. And Cartman talks about how the only way to fight hate is with more hate. And that they have got to get all the non-ginger kids in town and kill them. Meanwhile, the Hilton representative is like, 
Uh, hi, um, you got everything here? You, you, you still got your buffet food? You, you still have your coffee? Very good. Thank you for choosing Hilton. So that night, Kyle and Kenny go to Stan's house, and Kyle has, and I gotta admit, an, another good idea here. <clears throat> His idea is to go to Cartman's house, again, while Cartman is asleep, and change his change the way he looks, dye his hair the way it was, change his skin the way it was, so he's no longer a ginger. And Stan, who's like half asleep, is like, yeah, let's go. So now, as they are walking out in night, they're going to Cartman's house, they see a group of ginger kids. And... They stop, and these kids are smiling. They look, looking, and they decide to try to go on the other side of the street. Well, here come more ginger kids. Well, here comes a whole group of them, and they start getting chased. And Kenny gets kidnapped. Now, he doesn't get killed, though. Kenny does not die in this episode. I think we've already had our one Kenny death for the season. So, as Stan and Kyle are getting chased... All the other kids are getting kidnapped by the ginger kids, including Clyde, who freaking deserves it. Um, and then eventually, Stan and Kyle, they find an old shed, they lock the door, but the kids get in through the window, and everyone gets captured. And then, we have, I believe, and this is my opinion, I've, I've watched up to this point, including this episode, 136 episodes of South Park. I think we have one of the weakest endings ever to the show, in my opinion. So all the kids are caged up in this conference room at the Hilton, and they have a big like, pot of lava that all these kids are going to be put in. The first kid that they want, or the first kid that Cartman wants, is the Daywalker. He wants Kyle. So Kyle is brought out, and, you know, he's about ready to go. And Kyle's like, Cartman, I gotta tell you something. And Cartman's like, uh, yeah, alright, what are your last words? And he's like, uh, I actually have to tell you in private. So then, Kyle whispers into Cartman's ear. And Cartman has this look on his face. And Cartman's like, huh, you know what? I don't think we need to kill all these kids. It's stupid. You know, why would we go after these kids because they don't look the same as us? Yeah, you know? And the kids are like, you just said that we were going to kill them. What did that kid in the green hat tell you? Oh, it, it, it's, it's not really important. It was a subject I happened at school the other day. And Cartman backtracks his way out of this situation and sings a song. And all the kids get released from their cages. And Kyle is like, I hate you so much. You're a manipulative asshole. To which Cartman's like... Yeah, but I'm not going to die. And that is the end 
of Ginger Kids. That ending, oh my, I, I did not like that ending one bit. I really did not like that episode. I, I didn't like the ending. I'll say that. When, when I get into the grades, uh, I, I, I'll, that definitely hurts this episode to me. But uh, where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, Trey's a little bit freaked out by Ginger Kids. He wanted to do something about them for a long time. So that's where the idea of this episode comes from. Uh, before we get into the controversy of this episode and the production and all that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in my grade now because this episode, and, and this is sort of like last week, it's two weeks in a row, or no, not, not this episode, uh, n- not last week, with Follow That Egg. It's the one before that. Oh, God. Well, oh, two weeks. Well, what was the one before Follow That Egg? Uh, Margarine. Yeah. This is like the second episode in three weeks where the premise is good, the idea of the story is good, but the execution in the conclusion to me is weak. The storyline is a good storyline. You have Cartman, who does this presentation about Ginger Kids, and it is basically a hate speech. Let's just call it what it is. And Kyle gets upset about it. And the idea of, well, why don't we make Cartman feel like these kids? That's a great idea. That is a great premise. Where this, you know, great idea to be the main focus of this episode. And at first, Cartman feels the, the, the shame, I guess would be the right way, of being a ginger kid. And then he comes back and he forms a group. Okay, makes sense. I like this. I think where it goes downhill for me is when they steal, or kidnap, I should say, all the kids in town. That's the first step of going downhill. The other step, and the second step is the worst step, is the ending. I did not like this ending at all. I think there should have been a more comedic way of not only... Well, the way that it was told was okay. But I think that the the kids, the ginger kids, should have known what was said. And that really hurt to me. This really hurts the episode. I'm gonna. This is gonna get my lowest grade of the season. I'm giving this a five. I mean, it's like the first half of the episode is good. The second half is, you know, it just takes a nosedive, and the ending is just absolutely terrible. It really is. I did not like. I think it's one of the weakest endings to a South Park episode I have just I have ever seen. So my grade this week. 
as much as I liked the idea and as much as I liked the first half, the second half really hurt it. I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. Okay, so uh, let's get into production notes. And then there is some controversy about this. Um, now, of course, this caused controversy after its ironic premise was misunderstood by people who attacked violently against redheads. Oh, boy. See how this goes. On the DVD commentary of this episode, Trey Parker and Matt Stone said that they had wanted to do an episode about ginger kids for a long time, though did not initially know what to do for it. Parker and Stone were inspired to create the episode by a billboard that they saw in England while promoting the show. The billboard said, Only you can prevent ginger, and had a picture of a red-headed girl. Parker and Stone did a lot of research to ensure that there was some truth to the whole story rather than it being purely fictional. The fact that Kyle has red hair introduced some difficulties during production. Parker and Stone felt that they needed to distinguish Kyle from the other red-headed kids because the character does not associate with them. Also, it had already been established that Kyle did indeed have red hair, thus making it more necessary to give an explanation as to why he was not like the other gingers. They eventually settled on the idea that there were true red-headed gingers like the ones Cartman starts associating with and daywalkers, people like Kyle, with red hair but no freckles or light skin. In the episode, a man tells Stan and Kyle, if you really don't want to have ginger kids, marry an Asian woman. Asians don't carry the recessive gene, or the recessive gene, I know a guy who's marrying a Japanese woman very soon for just that reason. This is an intentional reference to Parker doing the same thing in real life. He once had a girlfriend whose mother had red hair and ended the relationship to avoid having red-headed children, and even admitted to harboring what he described as racial prejudice against gingers. He later married Emma Sugiyama, a Japanese woman. Okay. Now, the controversy. The episode supposedly inspired Kick a Ginger Day in 2013 at Wingfield Academy in Rotherham, Yorkshire, where red-headed students faced discrimination based on the hair color. Parents of the discriminated students launched a Facebook group protesting the offending students in an attempt to end the bullying. One mother pulled her 13-year-old son from the school until she could be assured that the discrimination would stop, saying, My son rang me and said kids were kicking him, saying it was a national kick, a ginger kid day. He was scared, so I went to get him out of school. One father was disgusted with the way students treated his 13-year-old daughter, based on her hair color, and reported that she received bruised legs from beatings, stating she should be able to go to school without having to worry about being kicked in the corridor. School staff strongly reprimanded the offending students. A school spokesperson declared the incidents deplorable acts and stated that the entire institution was warned that students who continued such discrimination would also be punished. That is, think about it. This episode comes out 2005. The whole idea of that 
does not happen for another eight years. Another eight years. Um, I actually have information on the Wingfield Academy. It is a co-educational secondary school with academy status located in the Wingfield area of Rotherham, South Yorkshire, England. Pip, pip, cheerio. It has been renamed three times since it opened. It was originally named Wingfield Comprehensive School until September 2006, when it became simply Wingfield School. In September 2008, it became a specialist school and was rebranded as Wingfield Business and Enterprise College. The third rename occurred in 20 August or in August 2013 when the college completed its transition to an academy becoming Wingfield Academy. The school was established in September 1965. Uh, this is a school for ages 11 to 16. Now, they have had uh, Ofsted inspections uh, since September 1993. From May 2000 to May 2004, they have had unsatisfactory as an outcome. Twice because of serious weaknesses, once because of special measures. In their last five inspections, that is currently up, four out of five times they've gotten a good rating. Once they had a requires improvement rating. So that is the history of Wingfield Academy, who apparently like to kick gingers for one day. Okay, let's go to IMDb. Of 2,200 plus members of IMDb, the average rating of this episode is an 8.8 .8 out of 10. 780 people gave this episode a 10. 689 people gave it a 9. 29 people gave this a 5. That's going to be the grade that I give it this week. 52 people gave this a 1. Well, it's definitely not a one. It does have some funny moments, but... Oh, man. I, I keep saying the ending. I just did not like the ending. So, for the demographics, uh, both males and females had the same average, which was an 8.8. .8. The highest demographic for males was under 18 and 18 to 29, where the average rating was an 8.9. And for females... You guessed it, 45 and over, the average rating, a 9.3 out of 10. Uh, I did not like this episode. I really didn't. I, I think this is maybe the weakest, uh, definitely one of the weakest endings I've seen on South Park. Um, not, I, I, that whole second half of the episode just killed it for me. It really did. Alright, well, I have reviews, and I know that they're all going to be not what I'm thinking. So we're going to go in the order of when they were posted. Our first review is from Amanda401, who wrote, Oh my word, this was one of the funniest episodes ever. I haven't really been watching South Park all that much lately, and I'm big enough and honest enough to admit that's because the humor is above my head. This episode was complex in the simplest manner, and Cartman, 
He knows how to twist any situation to his advantage. And as he says he has gingivitis, he's not a ginger. His desire and lengths he would go to not to be a minority as a ginger, sorry, a person with gingivitis, is side-splitting hilarious. So without a question, Trey and Matt know how to make light out of any situation, while having a moral without being too sloppy. So this one, if it has not been watched, is definitely one to rent and watch. Actually, be like me and start at season one because there are some classics in there. And she is right. There are classics in there. Uh, next review is uh, from Gangsta Hippie who wrote, This is a fairly funny Cartman episode. Another example of Cartman being prejudice. This time it's to ginger kids, kids with red hair and freckles. Cartman leads a vendetta against them and make them total outcasts. Kyle does not like the way Cartman is treating them, so him, Stan, and Kenny sneak into the house and dye his hair red and draw freckles on him. So now Cartman himself is a ginger. He now befriends the ginger kids and places a vendetta against the regular kids. This is a creepy and entertaining episode. It shows how much of a manipulative asshole Cartman is. Quote by Kyle, Gangsta Hippie gave this a 9 out of 10. Uh, next review is from Rain Dog Jr., who wrote, So with this episode being the Disc 3, and hell, this is one of my favorite episodes, mainly because it resumes who Cartman is. I'm writing this, of course, after watching Ginger Kids, but also after watching Trapped in the Closet. Again, and you really should watch it. And Free Willsiacs. Then there is only one episode left to watch of this season 9. I just love this season, and certainly I feel glad that I got the DVD set, and now I want another. For those who wonder why, well, for me, it's not the same to see this on a really nice TV screen that on the screen of my computer. Obviously, it is more than great that we can see for no charge all the episodes at the website. For me, it was terrific to see episodes for the very first time right after they were aired. But for me, South Park is always worthy. Anyway, again, it's very funny to hear Trey and Matt. Basically, they say that the whole idea of the show came when they were in England, and they saw a billboard that said something like, Only you can prevent ginger, with a photo of a ginger girl smiling. Here, Cartman, who else, is the one who is gingerphobic, well, at least the only one who says that to the complete class. Basically, while normal kids are presenting to the class stuff about the solar system, Cartman is presenting stuff about ginger kids saying things like sick and gross while seeing real photos of ginger kids. And like always, Cartman has lots of crazy ideas. Like that ginger kids are like that because they don't have souls. And a complete investigation, then he does have answers when Kyle says to the class, the contrary of what Cartman thinks, he doesn't need to avoid the sun. Cartman is a leader then right after his speech, there's a hate to ginger kids in the elementary school. It's very funny what we see with these ginger kids and their parents. Hilarious scene. And at one point, what Cartman said is happening. Ginger kids are appearing by the night at the houses of all the non-ginger kids. They went for them, and guess who was commanding the attack to all the non-ginger kids? Well, if you guessed that Cartman, I can't say that you're wrong. This is an amazing Cartman episode. The fat racist at one hilarious point is now a ginger kid. Now he is part of a minority. 
he is now suffering the discrimination of the ones who started doing that because of him. But hell, he is Cartman, so quite soon we see all the ginger kids together. Red power! We see them together protesting. Check the extremely hilarious scene in which an actress really suffers. Cartman will not tolerate to be part of a minority. All non-ginger non kids will be exterminated. The ending is totally amazing. Cartman is an effing bastard. I can't really disagree with that one, actually. Well, that quote, anyway. Uh, next review is from Sen, who wrote... Well, the whole plot is that Carmen makes a school report about ha have he hate how he hates gingers, but then he becomes one when the other boys prank him in the middle of the night. What follows is basically how Carmen and the other gingers stand up against the hate. This episode is so great because this shows how Cartman's opinion can change so quickly because he doesn't want to get looked down on. Many great jokes, and you can see that Trey and Matt put in a lot of dedication on this episode. One of the best Carmen episodes you can find, and also this was the episode which spawned the awesome YouTube video when a ginger kid screams about he has a soul, which Carmen in the episode states gingers doesn't. Also, this episode basically spawned the whole ginger thing into pop culture. South Park is probably one of the shows that has the biggest impact in pop culture along with The Simpsons. One of the greatest episodes out there, an, an episode you've probably heard a lot about, and it's well deserved to watch, even if you haven't, if you have or haven't seen it. Uh, next review is from Hellraiser Seven, who wrote: "This episode is another honorable mention. The plotline is a bit of a parody on the documentary book Black Like Me, as we see Carmen has been turned into one of the very things he hates—a ginger. Carmen, instead of gaining understanding and learning about intolerance." Unfortunately, just gives his bigotry a new outlet as he starts up a, well, I have no light way to put this, a red supremacist group. We see him give a power rally and just all kids of craziness. Uh, yeah, all kinds of craziness, pardon me. Really like the slogan he announces in a march at the playground, red power. That just cracks me up. Really like that horror movie like Montage as we see the ginger kids kidnap each non-ginger kid one by one. The sort of parodies, obviously, on Children of the Corn, as we are just seeing the gingers popping up everywhere. It's ironic, considering the fear factor that Cartman hates and instilled in people about gingers is exactly what he creates, which is part of what intolerance does turn yourself into the very thing you hate. And in that montage, we see, of course, that horror movie cliché on a young couple walking together at night. Seriously, why do they keep thinking it's safe to go out at night? Okay, good point. That's a good point right there. The ending really cracks me up and has a nice song at the end, which is another one of my favorite songs from the show. Nothing left to say except Red Power. Alright. And our final review, this is actually the most recent review on this episode, was put up on April the 6th from Marm31231, who wrote... I couldn't stop laughing too hard when I first saw this episode. It's so funny. Like I said, and I'm going to say this one more time. I know I'm beating a dead horse with this, but the premise is good. The idea of this episode is good. It's just 
the second half doesn't really do it for me, and it just pulls it down, I really think. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode, so let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter, at SharksPond97, and you could join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar, and you are right there. If you can't find it, it's okay. I post the link in the description of each and every episode, so you guys can copy the link, paste it, and you're good to go. Alright, next week. This is one of the more well-known episodes in the history of South Park. One of the most controversial episodes in the history of South Park. And allegedly, the episode where we lose Isaac Hayes from the show. It is Trapped in the Closet. That is next week's episode Right here on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I am Bill. You guys have been listening to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next week.